Hello everyone. This is Shunali Shroff and this is Kiran Mandral and, and we, we are, are not, not your, your aunties. Hello everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Not Your Auntie. Today Kiran Mandral and I are going to talk about all the recent scams that have been emptying people's banks out namely the ai the phishing what are the other scams what are their names they all have nomenclature now yeah there's deep fake there's uh, so many others shunali i mean on the lesser scale these are the big scams but on the everyday scale look at what's happening on instagram do you know that all the women on instagram are getting uh, fake accounts yeah it's happened to you it's happened to me i don't know who's okay i want to know this we are not celebrities why are, and there are a lot of other normal people why are there accounts with 20 30 100 followers why are people making fake accounts in their name i want to know this because then they're reaching out to everyone who follows them and uh, asking them to please click on some link and send them the link I and see. hacking onto other accounts that the person might know right and i don't know whether there's a monetary benefit involved in it or just getting the oh yeah no there is it happened to me it was 2018 i was sitting with my friend and i got a message saying Uh, I had a verified Instagram and a verified Twitter account, mm. and this guy had. I clicked on some stupid link. This was early days when you got a link saying Instagram says that there's been some infringement of copyright, and we are going to take your account down unless you click on this. And I, like a fool, I clicked on the link, and an hour later, I got a message saying that uh, I've changed your account and password. and if you want your account back hmm. you need to transfer 10000 dollars into my account and uh, this was ridiculous and i promptly uh, contacted twitter and instagram and because of a verified accounts hmm. i contacted facebook rather uh, i got my accounts back but in the meanwhile i saw that this gentleman or woman had sent inbox messages to all the celebrities who were my friends hmm. who followed hmm. me uh there were politicians there were actors there were all sorts of you know famous people from the broadcast industry only those had been contacted so basically they were after verified accounts so, but now i see it's sort of gone down to this level yeah and yeah. everyone's being reached out to and when my account was duplicated the person duplicating it had sent out messages to very random people so whom i was click on not, this link no saying that i'm in trouble and i need money mm. and please uh, whatever uh, send me the code that you will get give me no give I me your phone code. number huh. and you will get a code on that number send me that code and luckily for me one or two people were sensible enough to you know call me and ask like it runs what happened so no one fell for this some must have fallen for it i don't know because somebody has very cleverly given their number to them and then send them the otp as well and then messaged me to say what happened and i said like you are messaging me on my verified account to ask about the fake account i mean what do i even yeah. say to you yeah well you know what my sister got defrauded of 85000 singapore dollars recently wow. the story is wow. quite horrifying it's a cautionary tale she works in fintech clearly she is aware of deceptions that happen uh, in the industry she's not a fool she got uh, an ai generated call from a very very senior person uh from her international markets uh said person was uh on a family holiday she knew that 
she got a call from him saying, Hi, Kaveri. It was the same voice. It was the same manner of speaking, the same intonation. And he said that, how are you? What's going on? It was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And she was surprised to receive a call from him because this is like a very senior member from her international team. But they do work together on certain things. And uh, uh, his call dropped. He WhatsApped her then. Now, she did not know this number because when somebody is that senior to you, they may own three numbers. This was mm-hmm. an American mm-hmm. number. He lives in the US. Uh, but he was in India at the time, allegedly. So uh, she didn't recognize the number. But the DP was his photograph. And uh, he WhatsApped her. And his language and the tone of speaking in WhatsApp, you know, we all have a signature. We all mm. use a certain language with each other when we speak. It was exactly like him. And he says, um, look, I'm on I'm on the road. So this guy clearly knows that this gentleman is traveling. Hmm. And network is poor. But I wanted to find out if I transfer money from the US to Singapore, how many days will it be before it reflects in my cousin's account? And at which point my sister said, what happened? He said, my cousin's in the hospital. They've run up a humongous bill. And I need to immediately bail him out and send him some money. So then the next level is psychological games. They don't straight up ask you for money. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know, typically, yes, it does take three to four days. And he's like, okay, I'll I'll figure. And she said, listen, hang on a second. Uh, Somebody's ill. Mm. I'll transfer the money. No, no, I can't possibly let you do that. She said, no, no, I'll, I'll transfer the money. Don't worry. And she sends a very big tranche. So then he reluctantly shares this guy's bank details. The guy's family name is the same as her super senior's family name. So again, it's like you Mm. tell me, send it to some Manral. I'm going to think, yeah, it's legitimate. And the account is an account from a very legitimate, respectable bank in Singapore. Okay. Uh, So she uh, receives, she wires the money on a Sunday from her laptop. Uh, immediately does a big bank transfer. The next day, she gets a message from him again saying, do you mind uh, if I straight away transfer $85,000 into your account, I would need $35,000 more from you. So it becomes a round figure. She says, of course, I'll do it. The next day, her company sends a mailer out saying that, be careful, this kind of a fraud is going on around the world. Oh, Lord. And you've been warned. By which time, the ship has sailed. How did she realize that she'd been gone? No, she did not. Till she got this message, okay? Obviously, she she was devastated. How do you react to this kind of a news? And, you know, you go through the four stages, of course. There's first denial. Grief. Then, no, denial. denial then there's yeah. uh, anger. Then there's grief and there's acceptance. Mm. And uh, so at first, there must have been denial. My mom was with her at the time. And when I was told, you know, I can't even tell you my... My, I, I actually felt a punch in the gut. I was like, how can this happen? It's such a large sum of money. Uh, and, you know, uh, this is very interesting, Shunali. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. because uh, we think that people who aren't very savvy, who aren't very literate, right. who are maybe senior, c- senior citizens not comfortable with technology yeah. and uh, people who are not uh, banking savvy, this yeah. happens to them. But yeah. your sister is a fantastic well traveled, and she's a leader in marketing and everything, and, 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 she and in technology. In she works in fintech, fintech, right? I mean, if this could happen to her, but this is the thing with AI. How do you know? I mean, now of course people are getting aware, but tomorrow, if your mother or your father or some someone close to you calls you, I think you need to actually hang up and then 
call up a few people around them to verify it before you're going to do any transfer. On the other hand, I have to say, my sister is an extra compassionate human being and she's the type, you know, she's going to pick up people from the roads and rehabilitate them and save puppies and go and give her money away. If my boss had had this conversation with me, first off, genuinely, I wouldn't have offered this money. I would have said, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sure he has other ways to, you know, figure stuff out. I would have just said, look, it takes three, four days. And that's it. I mean, she's a single woman. She earns her money and she makes her own savings. So that's that. I would have probably offered $5,000. So you think these scammers are actually researching into the personalities okay, getting here's scammed? The thing. Here's the thing. Her company sent a mailer out saying that, you know, this is happening everywhere. And the prime targets for this is, uh, are women. In large companies, this is happening. People's, it's become a thing. She's posted a story on Instagram about it today. Your bosses are calling you. Hmm. And typically you don't say no to your boss and you also you know want to be on his good side all sorts of things but it's happening to women mostly and bosses are calling up so you know there's a common scam where you get your otp uh and there's a guy at your door saying madam otp de do blue draft se delivery aaya hai and then you he's got a parcel with him which has probably got some soaps or newspapers or some rubbish in it some just some air in it and you know we are doing so much online shopping and people are sending each other gifts You, you don't, don't even question realize. it. Yeah, you don't realize. And so you share the OTP and that OTP is a bank generated OTP. Your account is cleaned out. My God, this is very, very scary because I'm constantly giving out OTPs. I'm yeah. all of us. Are. So you need to err on the side of caution. Now today I got a parcel and she asked me for the OTP. I opened my phone and then I said, no, let me open the parcel and check. Just now when you hmm. were sitting hmm. here. Hmm. It was something that I had, uh, my husband had ordered. So that's, I mean, you can't be careful enough. But, you know, sometimes you're somewhere else and the parcel comes and somebody calls you for the OTP. So Some no, staff will call you. So, no, you give the OTP. But read what it says. If it's from your bank, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That normally it pops on our screen. We just read the OTP number. Hmm. Read the entire message. Don't be in such a hurry. And open the parcel. Tell your maid or your husband or your whatever spouse to, you know, open the parcel and check. True. Uh, that's something that should be kept in mind. Also, when these calls come. AI is so clever. They mimic not just the face, yeah. the intonations, yeah. the voice patterns, the way of speaking. And you know who is going to be the most common target of this are podcasters. And people know it's true. People who uh, share vlogs where people can see how you speak. speak. Yes. Because anyone can pick this up and record a voice. And so they're saying that to the lay public that please don't share your voice on Instagram stories and Facebook stories because... Now, this is going to be quite widespread. So, if you ever get a call from me requesting emergency money and uh, if I'm dying in some godforsaken place and need the money right now, please know it's a scam. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm putting this out loud and What clear. What if you're actually dying and who will help us? Nobody will help anyway. Well, verify. Yeah, verify, verify. Just call up if I'm close enough or if we're close enough to you to make that call, then you have the no, number. Whoever calls you, it could be your child, your mother, your father, whatever it is. Just don't be in a hurry to transfer your money. And the other thing that happened with my mom was that she was um, couriering something to me. Mm -hmm. And she googled and she looked for Gati Courier or something. There was a link over there. I mean, she spoke to some guy on the phone. And he said, okay, ma'am, send us your address details and everything. She got a WhatsApp message. Uh, where he then said that click on this link and you need to pay five rupees to confirm your consignment, ship, shipment. And 
she went, clicked on the link and it was linked to her GPA. And thankfully, it was an account which only had 40,000 rupees in it at the time. Oh, Lord. Why? Because my mom doesn't know how to use GPA. So our, you know, our helpers, it was a helper's account. She said, will you, can I, he's quite savvy, my helper's son. So she said, can we just pay five rupees from your account to confirm my shipment? And he said, sure. He became the target. Of course, we defunded his money. But 40,000 was wiped out of his account in within five minutes. Wow. Under the guise of wow. pay 100 rupees, pay five rupees to confirm your shipment. My you goodness. See? So I think in some way, my yeah, mother's I weariness of tech and fintech uh, yeah. paying online is uh, justified yeah. although it's made our lives easier but there's such a nasty underworld out there just waiting to suck us in and read us in and you know these are like what my sister has lost the whole Interpol is on it onto it this is Singapore although I've heard that cybercrime the cybercrime police in India is ahead of the curve yeah that's what I'm they are too. really really damn good at it I think Singapore is such a safe country that I think the cops there don't have experience, you know, the way our, our cops have. So they should come here to get trained. They should come here to get trained. But in the meanwhile, Interpol is on it. Uh, but it's not easy because the bank is not uh, obliging her. The other bank where the money was transferred is not obliging her with information. It's a very respectable bank. So that's the other thing. Tomorrow, if, you know, UOB or HSBC, I mean, there's no HSBC now in India, is there? No. Or Axis Bank. Don't get fooled just because the bank looks respectable. Mm. Although the other thing is that in India, banks do their KYC very well. Yeah. This particular bank, which is UOB Bank, clearly uh, their KYCs are not in place. They're, I mean, the cops are figuring things out, but even banks are KG about sharing information about their clients. So it's a tough one. It's tough. And these are the big scams. And there are the everyday scams that happen. Have you ever got those messages saying that, you know, if you do not pay, do your KYC, your account will be frozen yeah. and in very... Aadhaar card. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And there are people who will click on that and do it. And Listen, those people can be me. Sometimes I'm in a rush and a hurry and suddenly a message comes and I think really we need to think before we do anything with our phones. Mm. Also, Facebook, the verified accounts. Yeah. Do you get those messages saying that you have uh, been reported for something, yeah, yeah, something, something? Time. I get that on Insta yeah. a lot. I get that on Facebook a lot. And I'm like, what have I posted that is? First, I got very offended and very upset and went back to all my posts to see what was there that yeah. went against their policies. Infringement, yeah. 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 And what was it that went against their policies? Who would complain about me putting up stuff about mm. my books? Like mm. at the end of the day, they would say like they, she's boring the pants off us. Like that's a really that's torture and that's yeah. against public no, stop it. Yeah. yeah whatever but <laughs> apart from that then you see i think what we need to do is to really read the language of what comes because we sometimes need to slow down yeah i think what we need to do is slow down read everything living mindfully actually this is what else is living mindfully hmm. is just properly doing whatever it is that you're doing uh is living mindfully and we need to do that and i have an issue with you you being threatened on facebook not because of the Threats, but because uh, only very old people are on Facebook. Can you like quit it already? I've quit it already. No, I no, just you're very active on Facebook. I'm, I'm, I'm quite ashamed. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I use it like a billboard, darling. It book is Facebook is for eighty-five-year-old people. If I don't post on Facebook, my mother thinks I'm dead. Ah, uh, that way. Yeah. Hmm. So you know, I just have to be like Kilroy was here. <laughs> so Facebook is my Kilroy was here. Okay. 
go for it then <laughs> but yeah. uh, the thing is you know i have been saved sometimes i'm not pushing my luck because i keep spotting grammatical errors in all these mistake in all these messages that come in and i will say the comma wow. is off and the grammar is off this cannot be an authentic message from the yeah, bank that's true so at least in india you can tell like this i think people in the western world where english is the first language tough one tough one you mean the english is worse and now we chat gpt hmm all these guys can write all sorts of messages on chat gpt and send it out listen this technology and ai it's deadlier than we think i mean no wonder the writers guild is on strike and the actors guild is on strike hmm uh, all voice over artists are very soon uh, in in threat i mean under threat of being replaced absolutely you know there was something very interesting i read the other day it was about how these uh, have you watched jamtar what jamtara it's a wonderful uh, ep- series on how they do uh, this fishing online on, is it on yeah. netflix i think it's one on one of the platform. ott platforms yeah. about how these jamtara crooks from india specifically gujarat i believe if i remember right from uh, the jamtara series was set in bihar but these crooks were from uh, gujarat i believe they are going to nigeria mm-hmm. to train in fishing Oh, they're actually they're going. So this. they're going abroad, like the way our kids are going for undergrad and masters. Amazing! They're going there to get because training because there's more money to be made like this, right? So it's a proper industry now. Listen, our days were much better. Have I to, have I spoken about this on um, uh, on a podcast? You know that there was this gang, <laughs> the good old fashioned thieves. You know, as compared to these ones, there was this gang of thieves. Uh, that that used they used to operate in Uttar Pradesh. They were called Kachadharis. Yes, Kachadharis. And have we discussed talked about it on no, the show? No, I don't think so. So Kachadharis would wear undies and uh, you know basically dunk their bodies, slather on a lot of oil, oil all over their bodies, and then at night they'd break into homes. And if people woke up, there was just there were oily bodies, so nobody could get a grip on their hand or their leg. They just basically managed to wrestle out of those uh, the, somebody's grip and escape. They were called kacha dhari thieves. And, so, so the question so, was, why not hold on to the kacha? <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the that's the kind of theft that is like a cool theft. What is this fishing nonsense, man? We can't even hold on to any kachas. <laughs> This is very disappointing. So the cops used to tell people uh, that you know kachadari thieves are at large and be careful and you can't you know can't catch hold of their whatever their arms or their legs just hold on to their kachas. <laughs> I see a sponsorship opportunity there at VIP or Rupa, Rupa yeah. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is a wrap on this week's episode of Not Your Auntie. Please, please be careful out there. Please pay attention to the little things. Cross check. Be safe. And Shunali, would you like to add anything else? Any more words of wisdom? Oh, I do. I mean, I'm just now worried about your and my voice being copied, but we live with that. And with that, this is a wrap on this episode of Not Your Auntie. This is Kiran Manral, and this is Shunali Kulleshroff. Write into us. Tell us what you liked and what you didn't like. I'm at Kiran Manral on all social media. I'm Shunali Kulleshroff on Instagram and Shunali Shroff on Twitter. See you next week. Ciao.